You're listening to the Hotter on Top podcast, hosted by me, Becca Kavanaugh. This podcast is for the woman that wants it all, the thriving business, the passionate love life, and the embodied inner radiance to have and hold it all with ease and pleasure. Every week, I will be giving you the behind the scenes on how you can run your own successful business without sacrificing your pleasure or spiraling into burnout. These tools and teachings are what I have used to accelerate my growth in the online space and go from working multiple jobs, hustling 12 hours a day, you name it, to channeling my genius into a potent business that gives me the freedom and flexibility to work whenever and however the fuck I want. Now I mentor my clients to carve out their own unique space in the industry and make a massive impact and income by being their most bold and turned on selves. Think of this podcast as your dose of deep business and personal development that will leave you with the juice and confidence you need to start taking action on your desires right fucking now. My goal for this podcast is to have you feeling turned on to create your own version of a pleasure-based business and tap into your deepest desires by unapologetically asking for what you want. Because I believe women feel hotter when they are on top. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Super excited to have you guys here as always. And right now, as I hit record, it is 11.11. So hi, that's the vibe. That's the vibe for today. I hope you guys had a beautiful holiday and all the things and you had so much pleasure and all that jazz. So I have realized that I don't think I've ever sat down to just have a talk with you guys about what the fuck I mean when I talk about pleasure and pleasure-based business. So I know that I've talked a lot about pleasure when it comes to like the sexuality realm of things, but as you guys know that I've been incorporating more pleasure into business, I think it would be fun to kind of talk about my view on what pleasure-based business actually looks like. And I want to share my definition because I think that I take a different approach to how I view it. Um, And I think it can be really easy to get like kind of wrapped up into the glitz and the glamour of pleasure-based business and not necessarily like the real tangible grounded benefits of pleasure-based business and to actually how to work that into your own strategies, your own system and your own business. So if that is that is the vibe today. That's what we're going to be talking about. So um, let's just dive right in. So I kind of was introduced to the idea of pleasure-based business. And it's really in the past like mm, over a year now. Um, but it, it's kind of interesting because, you know, I read Mama Gina's Pussy book and that was really transformational for me. And I didn't really see how I could actually incorporate that into business. And it's just really funny how things kind of unfold and you kind of find things um, because I was able to kind of find my people, I felt like, to go to when I first found out about the book Pussy and I read it and I was really just hyped around it, shared it with everybody. Um, (laughs) And It was a really pivotal moment for me. It was a pivotal moment for my relationship. It was a pivotal moment for just how I felt about myself and my outlook on the world. 
And I didn't really think about how I could incorporate that in my business. I only saw it through the lens of like, this is my personal life. This is something that's very personal to me. And it was really interesting how it kind of unfolded because as I dug deeper into the Mama Gina world, I got introduced to some other kind of pussy queens. I got introduced to different groups and all of that. And that really just unfolded. And then I also saw how I could use it as a business modality, a business tool, if you will. Um, but there were definitely some moments <clears throat> which I think it's important to kind of like lay the foundation of this. There were definitely moments that I felt like out of touch with it, that I felt like it's not necessarily my whole identity, right? And I don't think anything should necessarily be your whole identity. And I've I've talked about this in the past about like the dangers of your business being your identity and making anything really your identity can be hard, but also that's like where our ego loves to go. Like we find a lot of safety and groundedness and like reassurance and um, everything with having things attached to our identity, right? Um, and also it creates a lot of clarity and helps us communicate and also all the things, right? So there's benefits to both. But um, there were definitely moments where I felt like, okay, I really don't resonate with like the idea of pleasure-based business for a little while. And I think this comes down to like some of the misconceptions around it. And so when I think about pleasure-based business, I think about it's prioritizing your pleasure, right? And so this comes down to my pleasure may not be the same as your pleasure and vice versa, right? So there's many moments where I've followed people that have been preaching pleasure-based business that I don't necessarily still resonate with, right? Because that's not how I view my pleasure, right? Because a pleasure and pleasure-based business, I think is very personal. However, it can be also very empowering to kind of take the reins on your pleasure and to incorporate that into your business and how to kind of show up in your business. Now, I think that things get a little bit murky or messy when we're talking about, you know, the whole idea around pleasure and we think about luxurious baths, we think about, you know, recording podcasts naked, which I'm literally doing right now. <laughs> Um, but we also, you know, like there's like, we think about never really working. We think about those types of things, I feel like, and it walks a very fine line of not really being in your business. And I think that this is what can create a lot of confusion, especially for people that are new in business and are still feeling very lost on what being an entrepreneur looks like, what being a business owner looks like, um, how to actually show up in a capacity in a capacity that feels good while also will still get you results. And I think it's very easy for us to look at the glitz and glamour of pleasure-based business and go, oh, well, I get to only do things that feel good, <laughs> right? That is the only thing I do. And if it doesn't feel good, then I don't do it and blah, blah, blah. And like the reality is though, there's going to be things in your business, especially in the beginning, that are not going to feel good, <laughs> right? Like, especially if you've never really been visible before, if you've never really um, had to handle client interactions, if you've never written a contract or if you've ne never written copy, or if you're showing up on social media or you're having to learn the back end systems of your business, like 
it's not always sexy and you're not always going to be a thousand percent in your zone of genius. And that is just the reality of building a business. Now, can you absolutely find ways to infuse pleasure into those moments or bring more ease into those moments? Absolutely, right? But it's not at the expense of like, oh, I don't feel like doing this today, so I'm just going to not do it, right? There's still themes of accountability. There's still themes of doing hard fucking shit when it comes to business, right? There's still themes of having strategy, having structure. And I think that this really ties into last week's episode that we talked about having structure in your business actually gives you the space and the capacity to show up in pleasure, right? And so you kind of need both parts to really play into this, right? You need this more, you know, masculine structure to really hold and support the flowy, more feminine moments in your business. And so the masculine structure is like, hey, we're going to get shit done. We're going to make sure that you feel supported so that you can start to infuse more pleasure, right? But when you're feeling scattered or when you're feeling small or when you are in these moments of almost like contraction, pleasure can be a great nervous system tool to help you regulate but it also can be a, it walks a very fine line of being something that is kind of passive, something that you can kind of hide behind, right? And I think what I found with myself is that, and and also with some of my clients as well, we do this in different capacities, right? What I've seen is that when I decided to go through this pleasure route of like, oh, I'm going to be a pleasure-based business owner and I'm really going to show up that way and I'm only going to be committed to working two hours a day and I'm only going to be committed to doing this. Okay. I want to give you guys a backstory if you don't know my story and kind of where I started my business. I used to work all the time. That was literally something that brought me a lot of safety brought me a lot of security. It was something that I have really had to reprogram in my own mind to bring more space and more ease and more pleasure. And what happened with me and my own personal story is that I swung from one side of the spectrum to the next. And what I realized is that it didn't feel good. It didn't feel good to be working as much as I used to. I used to own a business, right? And I also worked a side job. And I would also do some side work here and there. I would work all the time. (laughs) And if I, and you guys know how owning a business is, is that it's very easy to like always be on in your business. And so not only was I always on in my business as a hairstylist, but I also, because I was an independent hairstylist, right? I set my own hours. I did my own thing. I had my own clients. I did all of that. I held all of that, did all of that, did the social media, all the things, right? And then I would also have a side job that I worked a part-time job at a coffee shop. And then I would do side work. I would do events, weddings, um, things for hair, right? I would also do sometimes door dashing, sometimes things like that. Like I'm trying to really paint the picture for you guys that I was working a lot and that was kind of my norm. And it wasn't... um, I liked it. (laughs) That was, that's what I'm trying to get to here is that 
so then when I recognized like I couldn't work as much, I lost my whole identity with that. Like with the pandemic, obviously that was when things kind of literally shut down for me. I went from, you know, working so much for so many years and then literally in a weekend couldn't work. And that was terrifying. That was so terrifying, right? And that's when I recognized that I was using a lot of my identity towards my business, towards my work ethic. I was really um, attaching my worth as a person and as a business owner by how much I could get done. So as I went throughout this journey, you guys can expect like what pleasure-based business was super fucking appealing to me because I was like, wait, I can have the business without hustling all the time, which is absolutely true. However, what I recognize is that I was putting myself in a box by just to preach that I was a pleasure-based business owner. I worked as little as I could just to preach that I was working as little as I could, but it didn't feel good. So at the end of the day, is that really pleasure-based business for me? No, right? Because working to me, what I've recognized over this past like almost two years now is that working feels good. I like to work. I like to work when it's something that feels really aligned. I like to hold myself accountable. I like having deadlines. I like to show up. And when I kind of challenged myself to not do those things, it didn't feel good, right? And I did it for a little while. And what I recognized is that I got in the slump and I started feeling less motivated. I started feeling like not good. And what I recognized is that I literally was jumping from one box to the next. I was jumping from the box of I either hustle, I'm productive, I do all the things, or I put myself in the box of like, no, you can literally only work two hours a day. You can literally only do things that feel good. You can literally do X, Y, and Z, right? And I think this is the trap. This is the trap that we get into as business owners. And I think, especially when you're a new business owner, it's our conditioning runs really fucking deep. And so when we go from, let's say, a nine to five, or even like, let's say the schooling system, right? Because I've never, my story is that I've never really worked a nine to five, right? And so that's, I don't really resonate with that. But I do resonate with going to public school and being in the systems and all the things, right? And so even from that type of conditioning, it it sticks with you, right? And so when you go into a nine to five, or even if you are in business for many, many years, it can still instill the idea, instill, instill, I repeat that twice. It can, like the conditioning runs deep with it, right? And so I think what we search for constantly is like, what's going to be the next box that we can put into, right? So when you're a business owner and things feel really open-ended, you're like, okay, I need some structure. And so then you go to the coach, the coach that's has a very familiar box, right? Which is the hustling, the working constantly that really reflects back to the deep conditioned beliefs, right? And so, um, so we will, our brain will go, oh, that's familiar. I want that, right? And I think this is really reflective as well back into um, when I found pleasure. I found pleasure years before I even like I read Mama's Jean's book before I even found pleasure-based business. Like I found pleasure-based business a couple years before, but the idea behind it was that I was still in that world. I was still in that realm. So when I kind of found some people that were doing pleasure-based business, I was like, oh, I'm familiar with this. I understand it a little bit, right? So this is the box that I want, right? (laughs) But it can, again, it still can be a box. 
So I think that we have to be mindful here. And I think the core concept of pleasure-based business that I really want to drill home is that pleasure-based business is very permission-giving, right? It's very permission-giving that, yes, you can build a business without sacrificing your pleasure, right? You can show up in a way that feels good and aligned for you. Um, It's permission to put yourself first and to kind of challenge yourself to pave your own way by asking yourself, by tuning into what feels good and aligned for you. And I think that's the core basis of it. But it does need some prerequisites to really get the benefits of pleasure-based business, which is this self-trust muscle that I always talk about. It's trusting yourself to make the right decision to at that moment in time to lean into your intuition, to do the really fucking hard things and show up even when it doesn't feel pleasurable. Like, let's be honest, there's many points in business that feel scary and pleasurable, not pleasurable. And like, you want to run the fuck away. Right. But doesn't mean that it's not good. Right. It can still be good even though it's hard. Right. So, um, I think it can be very permission giving. It can be very um, something that feels good. But again, the prerequisite here is that you have to be able to build up that self-trust, right? You have to be able to listen to your body. You have to be able to learn how to hear your own voice and cut out kind of the noise. And that is ultimately what pleasure-based business is asking you to do in my in my experience, this is what it's asking you to do. It's not asking you how many baths you can take a day. It's not asking you to show up in bed with your clients, like, you know, like on a voice call with your clients, you know, or things like that. Because I, what I found myself doing is like, I'm trying to challenge myself to fit into a mold or fit into a box just because this is what other people are highlighting pleasure-based business is. And that's not the reality. I don't want to take my coaching calls in bed. I want to feel good. I want to feel motivated. I want to show them that I am intensely listening. I'm fiercely listening to them, that I'm holding that masculine structure for them, right? I don't want them to feel like I just rolled out of bed. And not saying that there's anything wrong with that necessarily, but again, like it can be very permission giving, but we have to remind ourselves that this is still a business, right? This is still something that you are holding, especially if you're holding clients. And I talk a lot about a lot of the things and themes that I've been talking about recently is about centering the client experience and taking all of this information around launching, around selling, around having conversations, around money and trauma and all those things. Also talking about pleasure-based business. I want to remind you that a lot of these things are going to be centering around the client. Centering the client's experience, I think, is one of the most beneficial ways to create an actual human-to-human connection and not just you trying to build a business. Because again, I think that we go from this very bro marketing, this cold DM, this hustle 24-7, this, you know, this type of mentality. And so, of course, it's like a breath of fresh air when we're like, oh, we don't have to send 20 DMs a day. We don't have to do this. Like we don't have to do that. And I can just do what feels good for me. But the prerequisite, the reminder here is that you have to have that self-awareness. You have to have that self-awareness of like, where am I putting myself in a box? Where am I forcing myself to just 
do this because I want to fit into this identity or this label. And that reminds me of um, one of my clients and I were talking about this recently, which again, I think it can hold ourselves back when we, this really circles back to this identity piece. I think we can really limit ourselves when we attach our identity to something, which is like, oh, I'm always low energy. I'm always, um, I'm always wanting to be in my feminine. I'm always wanting to, I'm a lazy entrepreneur. You know, any of those type of labels, it's like, yeah, that's that's fine. That's great. It's a great way to have self-awareness around like, yeah, I might not have energy to send 20 DMs a day. Um, I don't know about y'all, but I don't have that energy, right? I rather channel my energy into different outlets, right? So it's very permission giving in that sense. But also it's like, if you're getting to this crossroads where you're like, well, I want to work, but I feel like I can't because maybe that's like feeding into hustle culture, right? I really want to follow up with this client, but I don't want that to seem like too salesy or too bro markety, right? Um, I want to, <laughs> you know, I want to let my man lead and let myself be in my feminine and be in my pleasure, but also that doesn't really feel good and I'm not communicating what I actually want. So I guess like the whole theme here is like be aware with where you're putting yourself in a box, right? Because pleasure-based business doesn't have to be something that is the whole point of it is to give you permission to pave your own way, right? And so again, pleasure-based business looks like for me is that I'm building a real human connection with people. I'm working with clients in a very intimate container, right? I'm centering my client experience. And that's what feels pleasure-filled for me because it feels good when I know my clients feel good, right? It feels good when I know my clients are held and that they know that they can speak up and that they know they can ask me for you know, more support or whatever it may be, that they can ask for their needs to be met and that it would feel good and pleasure-filled for me that I made sure that I opened that fucking door, right? And so it feels good for me when I know that my clients know that they are the center here, that they, that I am making sure that their experience is up to par, right? While also maintaining my own limitations and my own boundaries, so that feels pleasure-filled for me. I don't resonate with luxurious massages. I don't resonate with face masks. I don't resonate with any of that. <laughs> but I do resonate with feeling good in my body and following what feels good and feeling balanced and journaling and putting my pleasure first by just like buying a candle or doing something small, like finding more pleasure and gratitude in those moments and really letting myself celebrate and savor those moments. And that's what feels good for me. And, you know, pleasure-based business may look different in the future or may look different, but at this point in time, that's what feels good. And what also feels good is that to let myself break out of these boxes of, am I hustling too hard? Am I not? And just trusting that I can listen to my body and trusting that I can listen to my own cues of when my energy feels stagnant or stuck versus when I feel burnt out, right? And knowing and understanding that I have the tools and systems in place to really hold all of that and help me get regulated back. Because the thing is, it's like, 
as you go throughout this process of business, it's always going to be trial and error. And it's going to be something that you have to curate for yourself and pave that way with confidence. And so there's going to be moments that you're probably going to burn yourself out, that you're probably going to possibly feed into scarcity or hustle culture or bro marketing tactics, right? That don't feel good. There's going to be those moments, but There's also going to be moments that you feel really aligned, that you feel on fire, that you feel ready to go, that you are understanding more and more. And as you take those action steps forward, it's going to give you more and more evidence on what feels good and pleasure-filled for you. And when you fall, and if you fall into the misconceptions of pleasure-based business, which is like only doing things that feels good, it's not really going to challenge you to do what actually could feel the best. (laughs) It's not going to challenge you to try new things. And it's not going to challenge you to do any of that because pleasure to really feel pleasure, we have to have that safety. And so a lot of the times we can, we can confuse safety with comfort and being in our comfort zone. Right. And so of course there's going to be moments that feel hard and sticky and not always perfectly pleasure filled but also are very, very fucking necessary to really take your business to the next level, right? Or to stretch your edges or to really get the pleasure-filled life and business that you really desire. So all in all, pleasure-based business can be very permission-giving. It can be something that is feels really fucking good and amazing. But also the reminder here is that to find your own route. And so anytime, I just want to also acknowledge that like anytime I talk about pleasure-based business or anything, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I mean by pleasure-based business and what it actually looks like for me and what it actually looks like for my clients, right? And sometimes pleasure-based business looks like for me that I work like 10 hours in a day and sometimes pleasure-based business and pleasure-based business could look like procrastinating. This is something I love to do. I procrastinate at the last minute and then work a 10 hour day. And then I'm like, okay, I'm done. (laughs) And that like, honestly kind of feels good for me. And I'm willing to do that. Right. And that might, might not be your version of it, but that's why I'm always committed to just giving you guys all the information that I have, all the resources that I have, the tools and everything. So that way you can take all this information and use it to your advantage, taking what resonates and leaving the rest. So I hope that you guys love this episode. I hope that you were able to take something away from it. I think that this is just a really good core um, episode that I haven't really talked about enough. And so I think it just needed its own, needed its own episode for you guys to really take away from, to feel good and understand that when I talk about this moving forward, this is exactly what I mean. So that way there's no confusion and there's nothing but clarity. And also just sharing my own insights as somebody that's been kind of playing with this idea of pleasure-based business for the past two years and what that actually means and permission to take a step back and be in pleasure, but also permission to work if that feels good, right? Permission to carve out your own space, permission to work a 10 hour day after working no days, right? (laughs) Permission to work two hours a day, permission to work on the weekends, permission to not work at all for a whole week, take the whole month off, right? (laughs) So I think that at the end of the day, pleasure-based business is something that I really acknowledge as something that gives me consistency and sustainability. And sometimes sustainability is going to look like these ebbs and flows. 
and acknowledging that my energy is not only not always going to be perfect, but also detaching from this identity of always being this, you know, low energy in my feminine flow entrepreneur, because that's just not the truth, right? I very much love these different sides of myself. And I love to have my business kind of encompass all of these different sides of myself. And I really hope that you can find that for yourself as well. And I hope that my podcast and my coaching and all of those things can really help you find that clarity and find that confidence to do that for yourself. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was kind of, you know, short and sweet. It was kind of just something that I felt like needed its own breath of fresh air and something that I feel like needed some clarity. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, definitely share a screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories. I've been loving to see all of you guys um, sharing your Spotify wrapped that I have been on there. Um, Thank you so, so much for that. I love seeing it. And it's so cool to like kind of put some faces to the people that are listening consistently because I can see how many you know, listens things get, but on the podcast, I really can't see who's actually listening. (laughs) So it's so cool to see who's actually listening to the podcast and enjoying it. And I love that you guys love it. And yeah, I'm so excited. The rebrand's really coming soon. I have some things that I have to wait on. Unfortunately, I was going to do it this week. But I had to wait on some stuff because some IP stuff that came up. So um, as far as titles and copyright go, so I have to make sure um, that everything is good and I have permission to go forward. So um, so we're kind of, everything's ready to go, but we're kind of in this waiting game. So it's going to be happening really fucking soon. So if you guys are um, not subscribed, definitely subscribe um, while you can, because that way um, when the podcast does change, it you'll still have access and you'll know what it is and you'll know the title that I can't yet reveal because of this IP thing. (laughs) So um, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for sharing on your wrapped and all the things. And yeah, I hope you guys have a beautiful, beautiful week and I will chat with you soon. Thank you so much for investing your time by listening to today's podcast and take an extra moment to celebrate yourself for prioritizing your pleasure and your business growth. If you found this episode helpful, I would be so honored if you could share a screenshot on your stories and tag me at Becca Jo Kavanaugh on Instagram and leave this podcast a rating and review so we can share all of this goodness with more women who deserve to have and hold it all. If you want to keep the party going, you can join the Bold Biz Bitches Facebook group for even more juice and free behind-the-scenes trainings. If you are ready to go to the next level, you can learn how to work with me inside my intimate one-on-one container or self-paced offerings with the links down in the show notes. Sending you all the good pleasure juices for the week, and I will talk to you next time. Mwah!